Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. To the next installment of Odd Face, bro. Here <laughs> we are. I think we're finally starting to get into the groove of these online episodes. I will say, it's pretty difficult, bro, to be honest. Like, because the thing is, there's there's so much that goes into recording a podcast that people don't be getting, bro. It's so much more than talking into a microphone, bro. We're some visionaries out here, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's literally a choreographed dance, bro. And it's hard to dance over Zoom, bro. That's yeah, all you know, I'm it, saying. When you're doing it, when you're, when you're recording, it's like, my hands are in yours. Your exactly. hands are in mine. Like, exactly, bro. Tick, tick, tick. Tick 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 and you're just you're just waltzing along with the beat, bro. You're just waltzing along. Sometimes I'm leading, sometimes you're leading, but it's always in perfect sync, bro. Always in perfect sync, just like Mike and Sully. Just like Mike and Sully. All right, let's stop jerking ourselves off, bro. Let's get into this episode, bro. when to pause for the intro too bro we're so good at we this. did we actually did because every time we do an intro now every time we do an intro we always have a laugh like either you laugh or i laugh or both of us laugh and that's like the that's the inherent cue and it sounds so genuine bro we just yeah. doing it on purpose people don't even know we're faking it <laughs> they just think we think we're funny all right we really gotta stop this bro what are we what are we talking about this week bro Mike and Sully. We're, t- we're, t- we're talking about Mike and Sully. I don't know. Did we mention that last episode? Did we mention the Mike and Sully meme? I'm trying to folks? remember when we mentioned it. I think it was last episode. God, it's so good. It's so good. For for, for those of you that don't remember or don't give a shit about our meme, <laughs> we, we are Mike and Sully. Who is Mike and who's Sully? Oh, uh, I'm Mike. Fuck you, I'm Mike. Dude, why would you want to be Mike? I don't know. I just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to be who you wanted to be. Dude, Sully's like the gifted young prodigy, bro. And Mike, like, is a loser, bro. Mike is not the loser. Mike's great with kids. That. <laughs> Who's boo? <laughs> Who's boo? Bro? Our viewers are boo, bro. The school Our, is boo. You guys are boo. You guys are boo. You guys should be proud about that. Boo's the best character. Bro, this is this is taking too long, bro. Let's get let's <laughs> okay, get okay, into okay. the topic. Okay, okay, as okay, much okay. as I love Monsters Inc. <laughs> okay, I still haven't seen Monsters University, by the way. Anyways, um, bro, guys, cut the episode. <laughs> cut the episode. <laughs> we'll be back. We're gonna join a Netflix party. <laughs> um, folks, welcome back to another episode of Odd Fish. We once again have me, Rish, and Pranav on the other end of the laptop um and uh this is episode three of quarantine episodes which has been a new learning way for us a new a new uh interface we're like we can't really see each other we're on zoom um this is the first time we're on zoom actually so i can actually see pronounced face in a very grainy grainy way 
Um, but you know the craziest thing, bro? What? Nobody even suggested that we do Zoom. We just both hopped on and started doing it like we had planned it. And we totally didn't, bro. Mike and Sully, bro. <laughs> Mike and Sully. Literally, bro. It's crazy. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, no more. No more monsters. Yeah, we actually have to stop episode. now. Um, now that we've killed however long, um, if my chair is going to stop creaking, um, we're still in quarantine, obviously, and that's that's kind of what everyone's talking about still because there's nothing else going on in our world. Everything's been canceled. Everything's been postponed. So every conversation that you have with literally anyone is still, hey, uh, when do you think we're going to get out of this thing? How are we going to adjust to normal life again? When do you think we should reopen the economy? All great questions, none of which we have answers to. So... Um, obviously, Pranav and I have been doing our reading, as we do be doing. stay reading, bro. <laughs> they never see it coming. <laughs> the articles or the folks? The, the fish? Either. Either. Okay. Exactly, bro. Um, point is, there's a lot of debate going on right now about when we should start getting back into what used to be normal life. And so people are debating the fact of, uh, you know, there's that one train scenario that, you know, where you're going on the train and then if you take one path on the left, you kill five people. And if you take one path on the right, you kill like one, one person that means something to you or something. I don't know. No, it goes, it goes like this. Do you, hold on. Do you, okay, here's what it is. Do you let the train pass and kill one person or do you change the train tracks no, do you let the train pass to kill five people or do you change the train tracks to kill one person? Because uh, it's like, oh, it's basically all the, about like, do you right, have the choice? Okay, okay. Right? okay, so if you if you are a part of, this, of the formula, then you kill one person. But if you absolve yourself from the situation, then the train yeah. inevitably kills five people. Exactly. That's crazy. Um, so if, if you guys can get what we're hinting at right here, that this the episode is going to be a little bit more of a, a moral uh a moral game of balance basically where we're going to weigh the pros and cons of what's going on in the country right now and and think about the things think about things there's people are saying in terms of what are the moral options of opening the country up right now versus opening the country up in three months what does that mean for our economy what does that mean for the livelihood of the people um and what does that mean for the people on the train basically for sure and um, um this this episode is going to be especially tough for me because I'm I'm one of those people who uh who believes you can have your cake and eat it too if you <laughs> if you know what I'm referring to. Are you talking about? Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the video, bro. And look, okay, um, I I see the guy like this is a very unpopular opinion that I have, but I kind of see the guy's point. I think what he's trying to say is that like. It's not, it's not binary. You have to make this choice or this choice. You, have, you like, you can look for an alternate solution, mm-hmm. but no matter what, like, you'll be like sacrificing something in the process. It just, it doesn't necessarily have to be or this or that type deal. But the way he says it is so cringe yeah. and so ridiculous <laughs> that it's just not worth listening to at all, bro. <laughs> I feel like we've definitely said things like that on our on our episodes, bro. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 
Um, for those of you that have no idea what what we're talking about, there's a there's a video on Twitter going around about some some kid giving a presentation or a TED talk where he's literally rambling about almost nothing, but he has a little bit of a point, like Pranav saying about having your cake and eating it too. So there's that. Um, so so this whole moral situation that we're dealing with here. Did, first, like first off the bat, um, what's your take? Should we open now? Should we open later? Should we should we get back into the normality of life, or should we wait a little bit? You asking you asking my opinion? Yeah, I don't know what I think. Yeah, um, I think we vibe out here a little longer, bro. That's where <laughs> I, that's 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 where I am. Um, do you have any any reason for that? I just think it's um, it's not safe, bro. We're not out here to like. We're not we're not ready uh, to get out here and be hanging out with each other again. You know what I'm saying? There's still mm-hmm. cases happening. People are still contracting corona. You know what I'm saying? It's still it's still a dangerous thing out here. And especially since we've already made plans to outlast this for at least a couple other month, a uh, couple more months. School systems are prepared. Businesses, for the most part, for are sure. prepared to wait this out a little bit longer. Like, why not just err on the side of caution? You know. Yeah, definitely precaution over anything else. And I think the biggest question in this whole moral situation is going to be, aren't there things we can do to make up for the fact that we're not going to open the economy? For example, stimulus checks, for example, um, small gov- small business uh, stimuli and things like that. And obviously those are still ideas and options and things that are actually going through the government right now. But it, there's, there's still the very big binary of opening now versus in three months. That's that's a big disparance or whatever the word is for sure and there are definitely people on the exact opposite side that i'm on there are literally people marching to the capitol in protest and it's like (laughs) we're we're not even supposed to be outdoors bro y'all are organizing marches let's let's talk about that for a second all right i've seen videos of medical workers people in complete uh what do you call it what do you call the things that doctors wear scrubs scrubs bro I've seen people in scrubs, you guys have seen them too, standing in front of cars where people with USA t-shirts and USA flags are screaming to keep the government open again, to, to open everything up, to open small businesses, to let people go back to work. Why are people screaming at a disease? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't gonna hear you, bro. Just just take the medical professional's word for it and let them do their thing, bro. Y'all let really them chanting society. Yes, in the right way, please. In the way, in yeah, the in the hospitals. way that they're supposed to, and in the way that we can't. In the way that we appreciate their work, and from last episode, people are literally chanting "USA" at a disease. <laughs> what the fuck is that gonna do? <laughs> oh my god! But also, oh god. I mean, there's people like you said showing up with. Okay, why are you bringing a gun to the Capitol? The fuck, you're going to fight the disease? Yeah, how is that going to... What's that actually going to do? What's that going to solve, bro? Hey, man. Hey, let's let's take our guns and go to the Capitol where the disease lives. <laughs> and and let's, let's fight it. Let's, no, we're not talking about Greg Abbott. We're talking about Corona, bro. <laughs> I felt that symbolism when I said it, too. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. Disease is in the White House. 
if any of our four followers are Republicans, bro, I'm so sorry we had to do y'all like this. <laughs> I'm not, bro. Get your people under control. <laughs> Get your people tied up in a net back at home. The funniest part is seeing some of the people who went out and, and um, you know, gathered because they're idiots. And do you guys not understand that those of you that are gathering or have gathered, you gathered in large numbers of people which is the exact opposite of what we're supposed to be doing right now because that's how the disease spreads. So when I see posts about people going to gather at the at the Capitol with their guns and whatever, coming home and 16 hours later tweeting that they have a fever, bro. Exactly, bro. You it's got like, got. It's like how Boris Johnson contracted coronavirus after he didn't <laughs> show up to any meetings until March 2nd. Bro, what were you expecting to happen? <laughs> Oh, Boris, I'm glad you're doing all right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the thing, though. A lot of a lot of events, a lot of concerts, um, large gathering events, conferences, sporting events, whatever it is, they've been rescheduled. Um, they've been either canceled or rescheduled completely for later this year, October 2020, or um, even further on. And I don't, I don't see how people think that's a plausibility because if we're easing back into this, which is what we're supposed to be doing or supposedly doing, um, I don't see how these things are realistically going to take place at the end of this year. If social distancing is still an issue, if, um, if isolation and staying six feet away and wearing masks and gloves is still an issue, I don't know how we can still see Coachella happening, for example. Yeah, you hate to you hate to see it, but it is just a reality now that like now that even schools are talking about like remaining online for the uh what is it, the fall twenty twenty semester. Yeah. It it seems really implausible to me that we're still gonna have like music festivals. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and there's a, there's a scale like to that. some things. Yeah. For sure. I mean and, and there's things like in Singapore and Hong Kong and some other places like a little bit of resurgence is happening where they uh, open up a little bit uh, restaurants where you can like space tables out a little further. Um, and it's going to take like baby, baby steps where we start to go to a few shops here and there. And, you know, instead of zero times going out right now, maybe two or three times going out. Um, and obviously in accordance with that testing is, is going to have to go up. But let's get back to the whole moral decision here, because if we open now, Here's the basis of the problem, right? Let me let yeah. me lay it out for the folks. He stay laying, bro. He stay laying. Uh, if you open, if you open the gut, let's say we open the government tomorrow, people go back to work. Social distancing is in place. Face masks, gloves, everything is 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 mandated in the public realm. Um, but people are going to work. People are driving their cars, parking in in public structures people are i mean imagine new york right you know people are literally walking the streets two feet away from each other because you can't be six feet apart all the time and people are going to go to the workplace use the same machinery use the same um desks bathrooms uh cafes whatever it is and within within a few months we're going to have a resurgence of the virus we're going to have more corona it's inevitable it's inevitable um and so but because things are opening up tomorrow, we see stock market going up again. We see we see small businesses opening back up. We see uh, you know just the general economy and and the numbers in general going back up from what they are right now because they're at they're at an all time low. For sure. Um, that being said, that's option A. Option B, we don't do that. Like Pranav said, we vibe out for a little bit. <laughs> in a couple months, 
maybe maybe end of July, August, who knows. We like same same way though, we ease back up. By this time, hopefully we have testing centers set up nationwide and a lot more accessible to people so that we can get people tested and make sure that they're sort of clear of the disease before they go out and go back into real life. And we right. ease back into things. People are still going to work, gloves, masks, whatever, social distancing, uh, six feet apart. And so at that point, because we've given ourselves the extra two months, we've saved lives in the immediate sense. We've, we've, well, this is hypothetical, but we've avoided a resurgence of the disease. But at the same time, two months is not a short period of time. Therefore, people who have um, jobs that, that get them money paycheck to paycheck or jobs that they rely on to survive, they can't survive in the immediate sense. And when we go back into the economy two, three months from now, and they're not able to either continue with their job because that company is just gone, that doesn't exist now, or their job doesn't matter anymore, or they've been laid off and there's no other option, like a lot of those people are going to suffer because of the fact that they weren't able to work for such a long period of time and they depended on that paycheck to paycheck income. For sure. So that's the ish, bro. Straight up, bro. And, um, and my take on it is, and this is the classic socialist in me coming out, bro. But I just feel like, um, I feel like one, ain't nobody ever died from vibing out. So if we can still keep doing that, I think we should keep doing that. And okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know, I know. Listen, hold up. I know people. I know people will die from vibing out by like absence of not being able to work, and therefore they'll like starve and die and all that bullshit, bro. I understand how it is, <laughs> but hear me out, bro. I kind of feel like the government should be doing just a little bit more than they are in terms of stimulus packages and relief that way. Because turns out other governments kind of do be doing a lot. From what I from what I understand, their governments, um, I think Sweden, Germany, and one more, I can't remember off the top of my head, are offering up to like 75 to 80% of the like the people's wages who are being like asked to stay at home and asked not to come into work and um and that's the that's the kind of relief that other governments are doing and when you take that into comparison a one-time twelve hundred dollar check just is not gonna cut it realistically that is true even though the people say it will um can we can we get an applause track on that can we get some can someone hit the applause button we need we <laughs> I'll do what I can I think, to help, bro. I think you're right. I mean, we should we should learn from the countries that obviously have worked for the people and yeah. um, taken into measures that help the people first. Because the second you start to help out the people that are suffering and the second you start to put money into people's hands that need it, then when we get the economy working again, those people will have the ability to jump back on their feet and get back into what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like you said, we've seen countries do it, so I don't understand why we can't do it either. But... Um, those are unanswered questions. And also, can we talk about how college students especially really get screwed over by this $1,200 stimulus package deal? Because most of us are filed as dependents, so we don't get the check. And we also don't get the whatever it is, like the little bonus you have for having children under 16 or whatever. So we're right in the sweet spot to get no relief whatsoever, despite... The fact that most of us are paying tuition, most of us are about to graduate into the worst economy we've ever seen in our life's, uh, lifetimes, it just doesn't seem very cool to me, bro. That's all I'm saying. 
You're older than 16? Uh, are you Are you not? No, my birthday's <laughs> in October, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, bro. But uh that you know that that being said, it there's there's like loopholes to how the government has basically manipulated some of these stimulus checks that are going out and how they've um how they're being applied to people that really don't deserve it and people like us which but i'm by no means saying we've got the worst uh the the worst what's the what's the phrase the worst hand with the worst uh the worst luck well yeah the worst, the worst <laughs> luck it's like this all oh, the short end of the stick that's what it is nice we've, bro. we've we don't have necessarily the shortest end of the stick but that's definitely like pranav true. said uh we got hit with a sweet spot where we're above like Pranav is above sixteen, and uh, we're also claimed as dependents. So, there's there's studies that have shown uh, clearly that poverty is actually one of the biggest killers in America. Like two hundred fifty thousand people die from poverty every year, I believe. Yeah, and that's just and that's that's a wide gaping hole right now because everyone's everyone's out of a job, or a lot of people are out of a job, and poverty poverty rates are completely skyrocketing right now. So. For if sure. poverty's our biggest killer, and right now we're at a high poverty rate, then I don't see this going well in either in either direction. Yeah, and it also like it makes you realize and puts things into perspective to find out how just how fortunate we are, bro. Because the thing is, what people don't realize, I think, is that a lot of people talk about like the one percent quotation marks, referring to like the super rich, the millionaires, the billionaires, and all that. But we ain't that far off, really, because. If you make over $32,000 a year, you are in the top 1% of the world economically. And like that's crazy to think about, bro. Like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty <laughs> sure my summer internship had I like, you know, had I kept like that that paycheck for the whole year would have put me around that range. And I'm I'm 20 years old, bro. I'm 21 years old. I'm just a kid. I'm 16. I'm still just a kid, too. <laughs> <laughs> um so the point of what we're we're getting to right now is a little bit based. Oh my god, my chair! Um, You're ruining the episode, bro. I'm sorry, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for a different reason this time. <laughs> it's always a different reason. I find new ways to do it, dude. I like to switch things up. <laughs> um, putting yourself in the shoes of those who have to make the big changes and the big decisions um, in our country that would be the orange carrot um (laughs) (laughs) there there's an there's an element uh of nice objective morality or moral uh compass for sure and um how do you feel like that moral compass plays a role in this decision you know it's it's the same thing like we're talking about the train situation do you feel like it's that exaggerated where it's like a life and death situation or can we actually um can we can we take can we can we set moral obligations aside for a second and just vibe out like you said, bro? If Trump's got a moral compass, bro, that thing is broken, bro. Somebody, <laughs> we gotta get some watchmakers in there, bro. I don't know how it works. <laughs> watchmaker, <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah, sure. Watches are the, the people who make watches are the same people that make compasses, right? Yeah, I mean, I, watch is basically a compass, right? Yeah, when it hits noon, it points straight north. Exactly. <laughs> You're welcome, America. 
no matter. Getting, getting back to the topic, bro. Um, <laughs> I think I think there definitely is an element quotations from you mm. of objective mm. morality that we all have to take into consideration, and that's um. I guess weighing the needs of like the many versus the needs of the few. Like I understand that you want to go hang out with your friends, but people are people are really suffering from uh because of the lack of like social distancing that's going on in the world right now. And I think right. uh I think we all kind of gotta look above and beyond ourselves for a few minutes here. Absolutely. I th- I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago in, in terms of uh viewing yourself as a smaller piece in the bigger puzzle. And um I think a lot of people from what I'm seeing on social media and the news outlets, um, there's people out there with signs that say, I, I need a haircut or, <laughs> uh, what is it? Like, I want to get donuts or something like, like there's a fine line between the necessity of getting back to work. Like we were talking about the, the demographic of people that live paycheck to paycheck and need the income to survive at this time, at this, at this like dying time rather than the people who need a haircut like for real bro order some clippers on amazon if rich and i can do it bro i'm sure you can figure it out this is just a giant ploy dude uh pranav and i are up for hire we will cut your hair for three (laughs) dollars we will provide the clippers and everything oh my god uh the the issue is that when we talk about objective morality it's a larger uh in a larger context, the definition is basically things that we view on the same moral compass as everyone in the world. It's objective. You know, there's no subjectivity and there's no my family, your family, my religion, your religion. It's things that we view as morally right in all eyes in the world. And For so sure. the, the question behind objective morality is, is that even a concept? Is there even this thing that we can all view as right? Is there, are there certain rules and guidelines that all human beings are grounded to and objectively view as right and wrong is like are there binary rules like that um do you think that there's binary rules like that bro to be honest it's a tough question because there's so many uh there's so many i guess philosophies i guess that's that society and social media and pop culture and all that has pushed on us mm-hmm. and it's so hard to figure out like what's wired into my dna and what's uh and what's not and i was i was talking to my friend about this uh shout out connor thanks for walking my dog with me bro and he <laughs> he te- uh he tells me a lot that i'm oh bro this is gonna sound so sus bro but he tells me i'm a romantic quotation mark oh you are and you are. shut up bro he tells me that it's like he tells me that it's like wired into me and it's not something that i'm necessarily programmed to believe it's something that i intuitively believe and bro <laughs> let me tell you something if i if I could choose not to be this way, bro, I totally would. <laughs> so that's what makes me think that, like, if if I can be internally programmed to be a romantic, I can totally have moral beliefs that are just that are internal, you know. So yeah. in that sense, then that that's what I believe, bro. Straight up. <laughs> Pranav believes he doesn't want to be a romantic. Get that, that on is, the Instagram. <laughs> that is hard facts, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's soft facts. <laughs> bro, stop. I don't stop. <laughs> Cut the episode, bro. I'm done. <laughs> Where are you at, bro? How are you feeling about objective I think, morality? I think you're right that uh, we're sort of socialized to behave or programmed to behave in the way that we do and programmed to think in the way that we think. Um, and that's social constructivism, constru- constructivism nice. at its best. 
Um, and it prevails in any context, you know, it doesn't matter what situation we're in, that sort of internal compass, that internal um, directional figure points us in the way that we always point, regardless of the way that we want to. Um, and like you're saying, if if some people could change that, I'm sure they would. If some people could change the way that they're hardwired to think, that they're hardwired to uh, um, act, then I'm, I'm sure they could. But a lot of us have the internal moral, moral compass. And um, I think there's a fine line between moral compass in some situations like we are right now where it's really a hard decision at the end of the day, you know, opening up the economy now, opening up the economy three months. There's a lot of things to weigh. But I, sure. think there's, I think there's definitely things we can eliminate um, that are viewed as the bigger ideas of objective morality, like mass genocide or killing a child or, or an innocent person should never be like uh, punished or something like that. You know, things, yeah. that are, things that are generally viewed in the same way. I think there is an element of objective morality that exists at the very basis of human nature where we're all hardwired to believe in certain ways something that is right and something that's wrong. Um, and like I said, it doesn't extend to the bigger, um, deeper issues like we're in right now that has a, a has layers to it. You know, it has layers of people There's you need to worry about. To shit, there... <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> There's layers to it, bro. Just like a cake. You can't have it. You can't eat it and <laughs> whatever it is, dude. Fuck it. Um, we're just weaving all these jokes in together. We're, we're a bunch of comedians, dude. Don't even worry about it. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, obviously, so there's things that there's things that everyone agrees that is right and wrong, and then there's deeper issues that have layers to them. Yeah, for sure. So, that's that. Bro, you know what's crazy? Because we've been talking about doing this episode, this it's like objective morality type of episode for kind of a long time, and I had known for a pretty long time that you were going to ask me that question, bro, but I still had not, I had no idea what I was going to answer until right <laughs> in the moment, bro. It's... It's all part of the dance, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, just I just switch it up one time, bro, but you you'll catch on. There's That's a flow what I'm to saying, it. Bro. There's a flow. <laughs> um and I think there's another element of objective morality which is just you say plain. an element a lot, bro, and I have not this, called you out on it the past this, two or three times, bro. I've been It's cuz you it said slide, it too. But... <laughs> I'm so sorry. The vibes are not 100% checked. I don't have Pranav <laughs> in front of me. Um, yeah, you guys do know there's a secret, right, at, at Oddfish, that if I ever say something weird or whack, Pranav will squeeze my hand so hard till it hurts, that and then I don't true. say it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> true story. I'm not over there to squeeze you, bro. He's not. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> actually cut the episode that's it yeah that's that's it i'm coming over <laughs> it doesn't get any worse than this bro oh my god i think i think i want to wrap it up on the objective morality part of this because we've sort of uh sort of beating a dead horse right now because at the end of the day we're not mr orange carrot and uh we don't that's... make the decisions so that being said weigh the moral compass that you have in you in somewhere some some part of your body, I know it exists, bro. You you're not you're not small. Just be yourself, um, bro. That's all there is. That's, that's all there is to no, it. No, no, no. Please, <laughs> haters, please, bro. please don't be yourself, Donald Trump. Please. <laughs> if there's one thing you should take away from Odd Fish, Mr. Trump, 
don't be yourself. <laughs> Everyone else, be yourself, please. Um, yeah, so, I mean, leaders all over the countries, um, all over the world, are having to make really hard decisions to uh, bring their countries, bring their people, bring their economy back to a sense of normality. Um, whether that means getting people back on their feet at a job or just getting outside and being able to coexist in the public eye. Um, there's baby steps that need to be taken and every country is going to do it a little bit differently based on their economic needs and their social needs. But let's, let's hit the sweet spot on the moral compass. Um, Straight up, bro. Couldn't have said it better. And uh, for, for, for our listeners, um, other than Mr. Orange Carrot, there are a ton of articles that you guys should probably dive into that talk about this kind of idea a lot more in terms of weighing the weighing the scales of should we open now, should we open later, what are we, how many people are we going to kill either ways, um, poverty, unemployment, all that. Um, I'm sure y'all are reading because we be reading, but get into it. So yeah, we're probably gonna probably gonna wrap the episode up right now. Get back to our regular old quarantine lifestyles of just. Doing homework and sleeping. Pretty good life, if you ask me. <laughs> but, but that being said... Are you not eating, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's part not, of my homework, bro. You don't, oh, you don't have any cookie dough protein bars. Bro, stop. I don't want to talk about no. it. No. It sucks so much. <laughs> Every day gets harder than the last. <laughs> but for real, oh though, uh, what do you think about the episode? Do you believe in objective morality or do you not? Let us know uh, if there are any, uh, any thoughts on what topics we should cover in the future, any guests you'd like to see, any guests you'd like to be. Once again, microphone is, in fact, required. Sorry. Hate to be that guy, but somebody's got to be that guy. Let us know. <laughs> Tweet us at hashtag oddfish. Comment on our Instagram. Hit us up with a message on Anchor. Text us. The usual routine, bro. And, uh, and we'll close it out, and we'll see you next week. Or whenever we make another episode. <laughs> Just whenever hey, the fuck we if, want these days, If bro. there's anyone who's going through it, if there's anyone who's not vibing out and completely chilling at the moment, you can always reach out to Oddfish. You got two fish for who can sure, help you sure. lead the way and get you back on track to swimming to your destination, bro. For sure, so, bro. Like Pranav said, we'll see you next week. <laughs>